Yay Networks. Hey, I'm Jenna. And I'm Francisco. You know, we are new parents trying to navigate this chapter of our lives while trying to run our own businesses and doing our best to stay mentally and physically fittish. I don't know how good we're doing at that. Here's what you have to look forward to. <laughs> don't read it so much. <laughs> We've had to make a lot of compromises in the relationship, but it's sure. worth it, right? Yeah. You've, I, there've been, there's been moments that I wanted to post something on social media and you're like, you're not going to post that, are you? That's for us. Well, can you imagine what it would be? I, I mean, I know we just got these tattoos together, but I don't know this dude. I got to go. Babe, the thing is that in that first trip to Mexico, I was aiming for your kidneys, but, <laughs> but I found your heart. Hi. Hi. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Finished Podcast. Fran and I are laughing at each other because if you watch our episodes on YouTube, which all of them recently have been on YouTube, you can go check them out. I look like not even hot garbage, cold garbage. And Fran's like all of a sudden really dressed up and you were just in bed. So... I don't know who you're dressing up for because I look terrible. We got home very late last night from our trip to Mexico. That's why we're coming at you a day late this week. How are you feeling? I feel good, babe. I'm dressed to, as we say in Mexico, to start chasing the pork chop. That's what you say? Yeah. To start chasing the pork chop? Yeah. I have this whole list now of expressions, uh, mispronounced English words. Like I'm keeping this running list of things that I love, but... Yeah, we spent the last eight days in Mexico City, had a wedding in San Miguel, went back to Mexico City, got home last night. And oh, my gosh, the trip there and the trip home. We will tell you about our trip home yesterday coming up later in the show because it's definitely worth sticking around for. I posted one quick social media story last night about it. But yeah, we had a very interesting um, trip back to home. Yeah, I'm very happy to be home. But y'all, y'all, some of y'all understand it's uh, the morning when we're recording this right now. I'm really fortunate that we can record this from home. I couldn't do it for y'all. I couldn't put on makeup. I put on a clean sweatshirt. I put on clean pajamas and I brush my teeth and that's it. I'm still drinking my first cup of coffee. I could not handle it. Yesterday was a lot for me. I'm suffering from a small hangover from the Mexican Xanax that I took on the flight. Uh, yeah, traveling with a baby is really hard. And, you know, the last time we traveled with Remy, you think the worst nightmare is him screaming, right? Like oh, cringe, other people are going to hate us and he's unhappy and da, 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 da. It can be worse than that. And I just didn't know it. So we'll talk about that coming up in the show. But I think that's a, a life warranty or guarantee. Like, it's not always, it cannot always be better, but it can always, it can always be, be worse. worse. Yeah. Speaking of, did you find? No. Do you want to tell them? No. That part? No, not yet. Not yet. I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready yet to, to. Fran lost like one of the more, not our son, but one of the more valuable things that he owns yesterday and realized it on the way home from the airport. We're a mess, y'all. We're an absolutely a mess. We had a wonderful time in Mexico. We did have a wonderful time. We stayed <laughs> together. I thought day one, we were about to like have to call our paternity attorney. So I've been doing these get ready videos that I film for TikTok and uh, then I'll like shorten them because of length purposes. I'll put them on Instagram. So if you follow us closely, you've probably seen me do a, a handful of these recently and I tell stories along with it and I get very personal and Fran and I really struggled on the way down. I think it really started the night before because I was just like so mad that I went outside and there was so much trash. Like I was trying to pinpoint last night, like what 
what started kind of our unhappiness, you know? I don't know what started your unhappiness with me. But but between men and women. What? I just let it behind. You don't let it behind. You don't figure out a solution. Like I look back and think, what led to that? Because how do you heal if you don't know what caused it? Well, I know what caused it, babe. I don't need to like go back on it. You do? Yes. What? You, babe. But I forgive you and we're good. What do you mean? But that's so general. No, I think what custody is a boiling things of different things. Like, right. like talking about chores and stuff like that and one thing and another. And the fact that we were stressed about traveling and that you were stressed about traveling. And Yeah, I think that... Traveling's hard for me and I don't like to fly. And those of you that have a fear of flying can empathize with that. And I do it. I don't like it, but I do it. And I love to travel. I just really am trying to get a grip on the, the fear that I have with flying. And so, yeah, so the night before I'm always a little anxious and I think any mom knows or anyone who does the majority of the packing, like it's, it's a lot, right? Like it's a couple day of a pros- days of a process to make sure you pack, you repack, you double check to make sure you have everything for your child, especially when you're going out of the country and um, you're always going to forget something. And um, friend, you know, friends like we can buy it there. And I'm like, eh, I don't really like that mentality with Remy because he's getting to the point that he likes all of his own shit. You know, he's comfortable with his stuff. So I did a pretty good job packing a couple things I can mention, like just to keep in mind, like being, bringing prunes. This is boring, but like bringing peaches and prunes pureed for a small child because he got super constipated and that was a whole nother thing. So yeah, I just think the night before it just, yeah, it set me off. And cause a lot of people just so you know, have like commented on that post of mine when during my get ready, I said, well, friend and I like literally on the way here, we're like, we're done. <laughs> we can't handle it. Fran was like telling me to like get back on the plane that I should just go home and like leave my son in Mexico. And I was like, absolutely fucking not gonna happen like we go together or i just stay here i'm like just shut up like i just started unpacking my suitcase like i'm here i'm with your family like we're not breaking up right now like we'll deal with you know we'll figure out how to deal with our issues when we get home um and we have a child you know i think one good thing about having a kid is when you do fight and maybe some of y'all don't fight ever but fuck that i don't you, you know when you do fight at least for me, I'm like, we have a child together. So, you know, we have to figure out how to fix it. And that's, that can be hard, you know, because if you're single or, you know, you, you, you're childless and in a relationship, it's an easier out in a way, right? Like if you start fighting all the time, you're like, I'm just done. Bye. Like you can literally leave with your stuff. <laughs> but when you own a home together and you have a child, like it did, it gave me a lot of anxiety to buy a house with you and have a child with you because you can't like get out. No, babe, you can it's just the difficult. It's very difficult. It's some paperwork. What, like you signing a lease somewhere? Well, just different paperwork. But yeah, like, well, that's one of the paperwork for sure. But I think it's more important that, that we solve our issues and that we're doing okay-ish, I think. Yeah, we're doing much better. We can go into detail more later. We need We need to address it with some therapy first and then we can like kind of talk about what happened because now i know fran just sweeps it under the rug and i try to oh oh, no 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 i don't sweep it under the rug i just like in these four years that we've been together 
I've learned to pick my battles and I've learned to how we both work. I yeah. learned how, like what, like. You know what's really verbal, sets me off? Well, well, wait, like, what sometimes we say things and we act in a different way. So just learning how to read actions versus words. So I know that sometimes we get very upset and we say things like, I'm done, you know? And I know that it's just in the heat of the moment. Yeah. So you just have to learn that that that's how you know what helped is. me is like seeing your tone sometimes with your own mom and your dad and i actually talked to your mom and dad about this when we were gone and they said that this is just how you are like this is how you speak and that your mom doesn't like it and your dad's like overall your dad and his accent trying to speak english to me was like overall like your dad heard me the other day because you just snapped at me like about something i was like oh like what you, you were jumping on a phone call or something. It's just your tone, right? I don't know. Maybe some women can relate. Women and men are just different. And sometimes Fran's tone with me is just, it just like sends me through the roof because it's like smart ass, sarcastic, short, cold, all of these negative things that I just can't stand because I'm like, I'm your partner and I want to connect or I just want to know like, who are you talking to? I think tones you know? are very important. Fran's like someone, you know, he'll talk to me like that. I'm like, what is this attitude? Like, also, I'm very direct. I'm like, what is this attitude? And I looked at his dad, and his dad's like, he, I don't know why he just does, he just talks like that sometimes. But overall, I think he's a really good guy. I'm like, I know, I think he's a really good guy too. I think he's a really no, good but guy. You, you're absolutely right. Like, I think tones matter a lot, and tones, tones and context. You can say one the same phrase in a tone sure and you can set someone off it's and like I oh think, hey what do you want what do you want and like that's the example i use because that's how i feel like fran talks to me sometimes and i'm trying to go Woo-sa. this is not about me this is about himself he's obviously stressed there's something going on but then it leads to like what are you stressed about we both struggle Nothing. about tones you know okay fair but i'm just letting you know absolutely no, and no and and i i i know i have uh, an issue you know, it's like an alcoholic. Like, I know that I, I am. Uh, You're also maybe that. Yeah. Neurotic. You're neurotic? A little bit sometimes, no? I mean, I tried to help Fran, y'all. When I tell you, I bought him a pack. I don't know if it's like, I think it's a four pack and they're like a hundred bucks or something, right? So like kind of a not cheap present of the air tags because he, he's always been the type to kind of like misplace stuff. But I think the whole point is like life is stressful. Having a baby is stressful. And it's weird, though, because you and I stress about different things. And I always just wish sometimes you had more empathy for the things I stress about, you know, when I'm like crying, holding the baby on the plane and you're like playing chess on your phone. And I'm like, I'm having a fucking meltdown. Hold my hand, you know, because it's like I think it's but, but look, I get it. It's it's hard to have empathy sometimes for your partner when you don't feel the same way. And so I think that's just like a goal that I think we should both work on that. Right. And, you know, one of those pain points for us a lot of times is actually like cooking. This is the thing about Fran. And maybe you don't know this about yourself, but like you act like nothing stresses you out. Right. Like when I'm like, oh, my gosh, today, for instance, we're back in town. Of course, I'm sitting here going, I have to order groceries, you know, which, you know, I do need some groceries because we have a baby. Um, But 
or, you know, like the basics I'll tend to get every week. And friends like, oh, I can go to the store later. Like, it's no big deal. You know, but for him, it's like 6 p.m. And I'm like, no, like, like, like 4.30 or 5. And then we get into like a whole thing about it. Right. But something that we have joined recently that's a sponsor of the Fittish podcast and that we've been utilizing because it takes a lot of the stress out of the what's for marriage saver. What's for dinner conversation is Green Chef. This is a certified meal kit company. Okay. They make eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. So the cool thing about this is, you know, I've been dabbling with like my nutrition. I uh traveling makes it hard, but no, I, I think you, dribbling or dabbling. You and I both like to toy with the idea, or sometimes we venture into like, let's go keto for a week, or let's do, you know, a vegan meal here and there, that sort of thing. I don't know about you, but vegan for me is like very hard to cook blindly, like on my own. I love these kind of set recipes where you're getting everything. But anyway, this is exactly what Green Chef is best at. So you can do specialized, uh, you know, kind of eating regimens. They have, you know, keto recipes now. This is newer for breakfast, lunch and dinner meal bundles at the green market. So you can keep uh, keto the easy and delicious way. But this is so fun. I mean, they have options for every lifestyle. Green Chef's actually the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. I think that's what's hard, right? Is like some of these other meal delivery services I have found, like you're just kind of set with very limited options of recipes. And I'm like, what if I don't really like that? You know, Green Chef is going to give you a lot more flexibility. So Mediterranean, Fran and I would no, say Mediterranean. That's something that we we've have loved tried. everything we've gotten out of them. And gluten-free, um, that's not one we tend to do, but I know that that's very popular. So uh, sustainability is an important initiative to Green Chef. The recipes feature organic produce, premium protein, sustainably sourced ingredients. So raise your food standards for yourself in 2023 and reap the flavor benefits. Uh, yeah, we, we absolutely love it. Go to greenchef.com slash fittish 60 and then use the code FITISH60, that's F-I-T-I-S-H-6-0, to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's greenchef.com slash FITISH60, and use the code FITISH60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. What a bargain. What a bargain. The number one meal kit for eating well. That's the thing. You know, there are other services that I'm sure y'all have heard about. The problem is sometimes the meals are like so wait. really unhealthy, you know, and so I when I have come home and I see meals already like made and you said that you did it from scratch is because you got them out of Green Chef. Technically, that is scratch. How is it not? No, you're I absolutely a, right. How is it any different than a recipe card that I found online? Getting the groceries from the store yeah. and then putting it together. This is just saving the Googling of the recipe. The It's saving all the laborious stuff that I think sucks about cooking. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's amazing that you can have someone to deliver exactly what you need for every meal. 100%. Especially when you have a partner that gets off work very late and brings dinner at 10. You love to cook. You know, I know that you love to, you're actually a great cook. I'm not a big fan of cooking myself. You know, I, well, I lack the confidence, I think, and I've been doing better and making more effort since we have a child, you know, I don't want to spend the money eating out all the time and I don't want to, I mean, sure every now and then, but what's better though, you know what I mean? Than like coming home after indulging and being on vacation for a while and like 
just getting some groceries, having some meals like this, like ready to go and ready to cook and 100% at home. Granted, your mom made some great dinners when we were there. I know. She's a really good cook also. And um, she's a great cook. I love your family. I think I processing it. You know, the, I love just about everything about going to Mexico. I think the one, one thing aside from the traffic in Mexico city, one thing I struggle with a little bit and I'm always like kind of ready to come home because of it is I start to get kind of lost in conversation. And I realize that that's hard for me, you know, like this trip, especially people weren't speaking much English and that's fine. I mean, you're catching up with your family, but I don't really just want to like sit there and fuck around on my phone either. Like I want to be engaged and I want to know, you know, I don't want to just check out and like, be on I'm going to get you like one of those translators that are simultaneously. So, because I try, I like, I really work very hard to get like the translation going. You do Fran will yell like around the whole family when we're at dinner and they're all speaking really quickly. He'll just randomly be like, English. So, yeah, and that's what's hard because they do all speak English and I understand more Spanish than I used to, but I'm not there yet. And so the things that at level one, we did mostly English, little Spanish year one, year two, it was say mostly English, little Spanish three was 50, 50. We, we're level four here. This is Who's Spanish level four? Le fourth year into the relationship, babe. like it's starting to like be, make it more challenging for you. So you can start picking up a little more. Uh, yelling at me. And I get passionate. Yeah. So imagine you speaking oh, like da -da 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 Spanish, babe. Like, that'll be amazing. So we're Do you want to pay you. for my lessons every week? I want to pay for your lessons okay. every week. Yes. Great. You want to take them? Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Let's do I it. think I'm going to get back into taking them. I really do. But I, I think I need to... Before I got pregnant, I think I told y'all about a service that I found and the name's slipping my mind right now. Um, Duolingo? I don't know why you always say that. No, it's not Duolingo. No, it's the place I had the tutor, Preply. Preply, not a sponsor by any means, but highly recommended. Yeah. And I'd like to go back. Preply, I know, I wish they were. Preply um, is actually very cool, by the way, if you have a kid that's struggling in a subject in school, because you can get on here and find an expert. And from my understanding, it's mostly language base, but I believe they have like engineers and chemistry and that sort of thing, but you can match. So I don't know if you're at home and you're like, Duolingo works great for people. I, I mean, I think it's great for learning like basic ad adjectives and some vocabulary, but for me, I just haven't gotten to a place that I found it super helpful. I like to interact with a human and make mistakes and be corrected. But anyway, preply, you can match up with a tutor, choose time from a class schedule. Um, I did 20 weeks, by the way. I mean, I thought I was doing a great job. The problem when you do 20 weeks of classes, as you can probably guess, is it starts to get like more complicated. And if you're not being quizzed and reviewing it consistently, it starts to become a lot for your head to hold, you know? And so, and then I was pregnant and I was super nauseous and I was just like, I don't have the time. I need to work. I'm pregnant. Da, 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 da. Um, but it, price wise, it wasn't bad. And I was getting the one-on-one -on -one and I really enjoyed it. So I'm either going to do that or I found one of my friends that lives in Mexico City now is taking like an intensive course. And I think I need more of a I need to do two to three hours a week minimum instead of just that one hour a week, one hour a week. You're not going to learn a language at one hour a week. You know what I mean? Like I need at least like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday for an hour at a time and then quizzing and studying. To do that. I think we should plan. 
either we'll figure out which is the season, but either a month in the summer or a month in the winter um, to move to Mexico, just a month. And you take I like in where you were going with this immersed Spanish. And like, I've been talking to Remy about it. And it's like, he's like that. Don't worry about it. I have it. Like I'll, 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 I'll when, make sure I'll make sure the time for me to running I'll, a business. I'll make sure um, to move for a month. I'll make sure to teach mom. A month in the winter or in the summer when I'm running a, when I am running a business that sustains my life. Yeah, babe. I think you, uh, who, uh, I mean, who out of even people listening to us, babe, who, you go to the office twice a week. You can do it remotely, but we have events on the weekend. Well, you fly back. That sounds like a dream. I love that. Thank you for springing that on me right now. That sounds like just something Drive I would love back. to do. Huh? Drive back. So we don't have to. Uh... Okay. Clearly, Fran and I are not aligned with our goals for the future, but thank you for that wonderful idea. Well, you I want your you opinion a, because I think this could be a really you good idea. You have a real estate career here with open houses every week, and how would you move away for a month? I'll fly back every fucking weekend. For you to that learn, sounds cost, I'll sacrifice. That sounds cost effective. But I think that is what it takes for you to learn Spanish, to be completely Why would I immersed. Why go to the Spanish house here and go but every you day? you have to be immersed. You'll be able to go to the coffee shop. I and disagree. Like, uh, order a cafe. I don't think I have to be immersed. I go think I for just a have taco. to study more. Why are you shitting on my idea of three times a week classes? I love that idea. I'm not shitting on your idea like you're shitting on my idea. But With what money? Babe. We just bought a home. We're going to move yes, to Mexico. Yes, but I'm not for talking about tomorrow. I'm talking this summer. It will be cheaper to live in Mexico. What are we going to do with Marie and my mom? We'll bring him. This is where we're at, y'all. This is, this is where we're back to. You let me know if that's not a good idea. No, it's a dream idea. I think everyone loves the idea of, I want to go to Europe for a month. We talk about that all the time. But the, the, the realistic part of this is, the logistics of, you know, having a home that we have to pay a lot of money for that I'm not about to rent out to strangers, just FYI, with that our baby. Oh, was, I was never, um, you know, it's just the logistics of it. It sounds nice in theory. I mean, that's the difference. I get it. Your family lives there. You love to be close to them, you know, but I have family here and I have a business here. I don't think there's any shame in the fact that I only go to the office two or three times Absolutely a week. Not. Like I wasn't, I still have a, that way. you know, we have a hybrid situation. People, it seems to work well for us. So anyway. well, we, I, I'll come with another idea that is not speaking of learning new things it. though. Um, speaking of learning new things, we have thoroughly enjoyed Remy's been developing so much. We have thoroughly enjoyed um, this subscription that we have to KiwiCo. KiwiCo is a sponsor of the Fittish podcast. And I'm actually really excited because now I feel like he's getting to a next level of discovery that we'll be able to get a new box for him. Because, you know, if you're not, if you're unfamiliar with KiwiCo, Fran was actually just on the website checking things out and he has decided he wants to order some things for himself. But KiwiCo is so cool. So, you know, at a base level, they are a subscription box that you can get. You, this is a great gift, by the way, if you have a, a friend that has a child no matter the age, right? Zero to like teenage years. And of course, some of the older stuff's fun for adults. But this is about, you know, like developmental milestones, really great concepts for these kids, right? So super educational, depending on what their interests are. So, you know, whether it's 
you know, exploring color theory or exploring engineering and the physics behind the dominoes falling, right? By building a real domino machine that's going to set dominoes for you. KiwiCo is going to deliver super cool science, technology, and art projects for kids. They have nine different subscription lines for different ages and categories, right? So there's something for every kid. Everything you're going to get is going to be age appropriate and seriously fun. I'm sure a little bit harder as the teenage years, and then they want you to help them put the projects together, oh, and you have to read directions. That but that is the most amazing part of the whole thing. Like I was looking at this roller coaster thing, that is amazing. It's a ball that goes through the roller coaster, gets into a little spiral, goes back into the roller coaster. It's just so much fun. They have geography theme projects. So you know, right now Remy's so little. You know, he's not even quite one yet. He's just about to be one. So you know, his panda crate that we got was more about. Um, just some, I guess, for some of his developmental cognitive stuff, right? So it wasn't like any kind of project he was building, but there there were some super cute toys in there. It was more like sensory-based activities, stuff for him to feel, balls, like of different materials, that sort of thing. But he's still playing with some of those items. Great, great, almost, a, I would say, like a lifesaver in a way uh, for traveling to have different kind of stuff for him to get out and explore on the airplane. Uh, yeah, so really great idea and super affordable by the way i mean you were looking at some stuff i think you can buy some things one off as super well affordable on the website. Like, th like there's stuff that it's like amazing like all these really intricate toys for less than 30 dollars. under 30 dollars, yeah so anyway make 2023 the year of discovery with kiwico get 50 percent off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code FITISH at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KIWICO.com. And again, that promo code is FITISH. All right, let's talk about the flight home. Yeah, it was very interesting. Very enlightening. Remy, you know, well, first thing, like, Remy's cheeks have been real red and he's been dealing with some, you know, rash there. And I think it's food related. The doctor thinks it's just is what it is, you know. And so but I've noticed with certain foods that it's really flared up. Right. So, you know, we've tried some natural things and certain things will like alleviate it a little bit. Right. Because, you know, people are like, put fish on it. I'm like, yeah, but like it's like infected. Like fish is great, you know, and fish has worked really well. Like, Trust like, me, I wish. And I like to be honest. So with right you. now with his eczema, it's so uh, grave that it's starting to like, it's like an open wound. Yep. So Fidish was really good before the issues that he kept exacerbating it because when he eats, either he has like a food allergy or the food that he's eating, it, when it touches his cheeks, it just makes it worse. So Fran and I, you know, going back a bit, when we went to this wedding in San Miguel, it was, it was wonderful. I think Fran and I realized, you know, um, I'm going to get to like why we finished the night, you know, with Remy, but like we were at this wedding. Okay. Just taking a step back, Fran and I, this was for two people that work for Fran on his team and some people we've known for a while. It was great. Granted, I didn't really know very many people there at all. The, the people I knew best were frankly the bride and the groom and they were busy. And I think they're more than 10 years younger than Francisco and I. And so Fran turned to me at some point in the night, the wedding was beautiful, by the way, but Fran turns to me at some point in the night and goes, we're like the only people in our age range here. And I thought it was like a very acute observation because people were either, there were teenagers and kids, of course. They were, what? how old are they? 23? So, yeah, married. they were like either 
kids, teenagers, right. people in their 20s, no one in their 30s, and people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. So we were the only people in our age bracket, which is fine. I mean, we were set next to some nice people, but look, y'all know I'm not a huge fan of weddings anyway. This wedding was beautiful. The food was actually really good. I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I think if you're feeling it and if it had been some of our best friends, sure. But there was no way I was staying up till 4 a.m. When I say by 10, I was like, I think I'm going to go. You can stay and party all night if you want to Fran. He's the partier out of the group. Like I have no FOMO. That hotel bed was comfy. I was ready to go get a good night's sleep. He was kind of like, no, I'm ready to go. When I tell you, like, all we were doing anyway was looking at photos of Remy. You always hear about people doing that. We were really doing that. And we got sent. So anyway, we, we left that wedding by about 11 o'clock, which was a good decision. It was fine. Fran and I decided to go back through our photos and see when exactly this rash started because the doctor wrote us and said, no, no, like, we don't, we rarely see, especially like a cheek rash be food related. Now food can exacerbate it, right? Like we were saying, like you were just saying, food can make eczema that's already there worse. Fran and I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you. I feel certain that it's a food allergy. Um, that's why treating it topically is not the whole solution, right? And so, yeah, because sure. I always tell people the same thing with skincare stuff. Like if there's something you're eating that's making you break out, yeah, you can treat it, but like you also need to figure out what's causing it. I am just feeling so certain inside that it's some sort of food allergy. So for two weeks, I cut eggs because they say eggs and cow's milk are the most common that would lead to that. So I cut eggs. It didn't get better. Now, it not only didn't get better when we went to San Miguel and when we got to Mexico over this period of time, it got so much worse. I mean, like full cheek on both sides, scab. Now, he wasn't in pain. It was a little itchy for him and he'd rub it, but he wasn't like hurting. So that's the upside. It just looks awful. Um, but the doctor says that they don't think that it's, you know, that it's uh, related. So when we got home from the wedding, we laid in bed. <gasps> what a highlight of our trip. We were going through old baby photos of Remy. And I, I, you know, we take so many pictures that it's actually quite easy to pinpoint exactly when, when he started getting this rash. And it started exactly at the time he started eating solid food. I hadn't changed detergent since he was a newborn, but I've also ordered like free and clear detergent. I, cause I'm like, oh yeah, maybe it's detergent. So I've started trying all these things. You know, it's not eggs. Um, anyway, so I, I made the decision, which I'm glad Fran supported, which is really hard. I thought maybe what made it worse, he was eating a lot of cheese on the trip and I'm, I'm very allergic to cheese and I had a cow's milk allergy when I was a baby. So I had what he had on my butt. <laughs> my mom told me when I was a baby, but formula was also an issue. So Anyway, we're dealing and, you know, so we stopped the cheese. It started getting better. Um, doctor called us in some medicine that I have to go pick up today. But um, I, being the total idiot of a mom that I feel like right now, I didn't pack enough formula. And so I thought, no big deal. You know, um, I'll go get a or, or, you know, or I'll have Fran go to the Costco in Mexico and get, just get. I was about a day and a half, two days short of formula. So he went and just bought like a more generic comfort type that he felt was like most similar to the Bobby that Remy's been on. He was fine for, he had to do it on Monday, Tuesday, I guess he was fine. Um, hasn't been having cheese just cause I thought maybe it is the dairy. I thought I'd try that for a bit, even though there's some lactose in formula, you know? And so, uh, yesterday he took a long nap before the flight and 
he didn't seem to be very hungry. It was kind of strange because normally he eats a ton, but he just didn't seem very hungry. He didn't seem sick, but he didn't want to drink his bottle. And so we got all ready, headed to the airport, you know, had a guy driving us to the airport. And um, Fran was in the back with Remy and got him to finish his bottle. And about halfway to the airport, I'm in the front seat and I hear. And I could hear that it was like I could hear what it was. It wasn't just like a. No, it it wasn't just like a. And I just kind of went, oh, God. He threw up what I thought it was a whole entire bottle. Yeah, it was. And then all over his clothes. And he was in his car seat. And. um. So I was like, cool. Like he, I just we figure car sick, right? Yeah, no, we, he was car sick and he was sitting in the car and he was looking at the window. I get car so sick in Mexico. We um I took him out of the car seat, clean him up. And, and then we when we park, the guy gets all of our luggage out. So I immediately, like right outside the back seat of the car, um, Fran has Remy in his lap. I immediately like open up Remy's suitcase, pick, at least we had our luggage, right? Pick out a full new outfit. was like, we'll deal with the car seat when we get home. We had a bag for it. Wrap all the stuff, the blanket in the bag. You know, I'm getting the outfit out. Fran's about to hand Remy to me. And he goes Y'all, like a like fountain. Exorcist. Like, so what, what I thought the first time was a full bottle. This Second time, it was like three bottles. I mean, it was just like it was going on like and he was on top of me. So he was like I had he was throwing up all over me and like just pouring down Fran to the point that and it's spewing out his nose. We've never encountered this with Remy. Fran and I didn't know what I mean, I'm staying there was about to grab him. We both started like laughing to the point of tears because we just didn't know what to do. I mean, I wish we'd gotten him out of the car because he is just showering. I mean, this wasn't and the car. car. It was like a brand new suburban that this guy uh, is driving. Service that we had hired to take us. And um, and it was just crazy amount of of milk and eggs, and it was like a little bit of everything he has eaten in the past three weeks. And uh, he seemed to be in good spirits, though. You know, so Fran and I definitely had a bit of a disagreement because Fran wanted to just get in the car and go back home and like reschedule our flight for the next day. I just completely disagreed with that. You know, Fran thought it's because I just so badly wanted to get home selfishly, which I mean, I did want to get home, but I felt that it was car sickness, like most motion sickness that I was like, let's just change him, get into the airport. If he continues to be sick, we'll reassess. But I really think it's the car sickness, you know, so let's just go. That was kind of like a thing with Fran and I, especially, and I get where Fran's coming from. Fran was covered from head to toe so all he so he had like sweat shorts so Fran's covered in puke we go to check in with all our luggage I get Remy changed at least and we get everything packed up but everything smells just terrible I mean oh my god but he was happy like Remy was no, he super was happy. never like my, my train of thought was let's say he is sick I didn't want him to be flying but as a side note I realized also that I can have my kid puking on me anytime and it's just like it doesn't face you at least now that he's eating milk most so he was changed and you stunk but you had shorts so we got in through the airport we went to the lounge Fran changed into shorts Remy was doing fine playing around we went to the gate 
everything seemed to be looking good. He had a couple crackers. He was in a great mood and we were like, okay, so it's been what? I mean, we made it you know, over two hours since he had thrown up and I'm like, okay, it was just car sick, you know? And so I got a bottle ready for takeoff um, just to make sure. Well, I figured the poor thing was hungry. And so everything's on time. We're like, yes. And so our flight's taking off at five. And, um, you know, the second we start to take off, he's so sleepy. Fran and I are like, we're golden. Like he's going to drink himself to sleep. The flight's like less than two hours. This is going to be great. So Fran's feeding him the bottle. He makes it maybe halfway through the bottle and just. Luckily, well, he did it first. I had the barf bag. This is the first time I've ever had to use the barf bag on the airplane. And it wasn't for myself, thankfully. I managed. I mean, how with a baby? I don't even know what I thought I was going to do because he didn't know where he's going. But I got it under his mouth and I caught a lot of it on the second time. But, you know, I did feel. And the third time. also. And the third time. So now I'm thinking it was the milk or it's still motion sickness with the plane taking off. So we don't know what it is. Today's a little bit rough, to be quite honest. We're lucky to have someone here helping us like he doesn't want to eat any solid food, but he's taking his bottle. He's tired. Maybe that's just how this goes after traveling. And he was great. I mean, we didn't even get home till almost nine o'clock. He didn't sleep. He was very tired last night. I had to, I don't know. You didn't see me on the camera. I put him down with the bottle. He didn't finish it. But I'm sure who wants a bottle after you've been throwing up like that. I don't think he has food poisoning. I think it was just, it's either that formula we had to supplement with or, and I threw it all away or it was the motion sickness. But he, um, I had to get in his crib last night to help him go to sleep because he was like, kept grabbing me. You know, I know he's done that to you. He kept grabbing me. He didn't want me to go. So it was like mission impossible for me to get out. Like I am not a small person. I don't feel like, and it's hard for me to lay in that crib, but I like see other women do it. I don't know how. And then I like climb out and I'm like caught on my crotch, trying not to wake him up. I mean, the things we do, but he slept for the first time y'all until 7 30 AM. So all it took was a flight, a lot of vomiting and a late bedtime. And he slept through the night. For the first time ever. Crazy. I think I'd rather have him uh, wake up at 5. <laughs> well, I think he's okay. But so. I think he's fine. Um, if you guys are wondering, the pediatrician is already aware of yeah. this situation. Hey, I don't think anyone that listens to us judges us. We don't get mean comments from y'all. We like to be honest about this side of parenting and how hard it is. And I don't know. I feel bad. Is it because I didn't bring in a formula? He had had it for two days, though. So I don't really know. But you know what? Today is the day, you know, when we wrap today, I'm reassessing, reassessing my whole life. No, I've already unpacked some. Amazing. So very domesticated wow. and motherly. You're amazing, babe. You just, you're discrediting it. You don't think it's that big of a deal. No, babe, 100%. I am. Um, no, I'm going to, um, I'm going to cook more between some of the green chef stuff we have in the fridge. We have butcher box meat, which is great, but I have made a bold decision, possibly, you know, I asked Raven, Pilates body Raven, love is blind Raven for some of you, right? Who didn't know that we were friends long before I texted her last night. She was apparently filming something for Netflix. She said they like put her through the ring oh, wow. last night, you know, so I don't know what's going on. I mean, her like stars on the rise. So I'm glad she still yeah, remembers me. Sure. No, I have asked her to help me calculate my macros because I don't know if I'm really going to do it y'all, but, um, I've asked for some help doing it. 
from her to then put it into some apps. Noom, actually, another sponsor of the podcast, like Noom has an app in there as well that helps you like track them. But usually you need a little bit of help figuring out, like based on your goals, what you want to do. I've heard it's really hard because it requires you to ingest a lot of protein. And I was sitting here this morning making a Huel shake. And Huel is a new sponsor this year for the Fittish podcast. And before the holidays, I actually got to try. We always like to try stuff before we agree, just being transparent about endorsing them. And Huel is a high protein, nutritionally complete meal in a convenient shake, right? And they send you a shaker right now if you want to use our code and order it. But this means that Huel has everything your body needs in two scoops, including 27 essential vitamins, minerals, and get this, 40 grams of protein. Now, if you've ever tried to count your macros or really keep track of, you know, kind of your nutritional intake, Brandon was joking with me last night, like he doesn't think ingesting, you know, the recommended amount of protein for me in a day currently would be about 124 grams, right? And I think if you've ever done this before, you know that ingesting that much protein can be really difficult. But if you think about this, like, for instance, I can't do it without supplementing with a shake, right? Like it's just, it's too much food for me because you also have to stay under like a certain caloric intake. And so I love this about Huel Black Edition. Like they have, there's so many great ingredients in this, first of all, but it's also, you know, for someone like me that needs lactose free, that can be very hard to find and it still tastes good. So that's like top of the list priority for me. But Going on about it, Huel Black Edition, 40 grams of protein in two scoops. If you just want to do one scoop, fine too. Um, But it's vegan, naturally gluten-free, lactose-free, zero artificial sweeteners, naturally flavored, low GI, has omega-3 and 6, GMO-free, palm oil-free, and contains the vegan vitamin D2 and D3. And if you're wondering about pricing, it works out to about $2.50 for a 400 calorie meal. Remember, this is a meal. You know, this this should serve as, at least for me, I really prefer it as a either breakfast or lunch. And you know? it tastes amazing. It tastes amazing. It's really and good. I had asked everyone, everyone at Huel if they were cool with me saying this. Sometimes what I do is, you know, for dinner, if I'm really trying to drop some weight, I will replace a dinner meal with a shake. But usually what I'll do is um, I'll, you know, I'll add some, you know, I'll make it with almond milk and ice, you know, throw in a banana, throw in a milkshake there. Milkshake. I mean, sort of. But, you know, this is really made to be had with like, you know, a, a milk of your choice or water. It's fine with water in your shaker if you want. But anyway, I, it's kind of critical if you're really trying to you know, set some nutritional goals for yourself or some health and wellness goals that you incorporate a shake of some sort. And uh, I love Huel Black Edition. It's uh, it's going to support everything that you need with a lot of nutritional, with a lot of nutritional benefits. So go to Huel.com slash finish to claim your free t-shirt and that shaker that I love that I was telling you about with your first order. That's Huel. That shaker is so cool. That's Huel.com slash finish for a free t-shirt and a shaker with your first order. Did you take the t-shirt? I haven't seen it. That's so cool. I, I can bet they have a really cool I logo. I bet that t-shirt's in your drawer. <laughs> yeah, their branding's cool. I bet. We need to figure that one out. I thought you took it. I'm sure it's in your drawer that you have labeled. Printed t-shirts? Graphic tees. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Uh, we'll figure it out. We've gotten into like a little bit of a, well... 
not really, it kind of started and stopped a label making war because Fran, Mr. Organized, decided he was going to label everything in his closet, which is easy because he doesn't have a ton of clothes. And so it was it was really smart. But he has like printed T-shirts, solid T-shirts, like suits by color, whatever. It looks great. And so I took the label maker. He left a note above Remy's changing pad one day because I think he saw that I like briefly left Remy like unattended so I could like go to this corner of the room and grab diapers that weren't stocked. And he left this like long sticky note that was like, never leave Remy unattended ever, no matter what, not even for one second. And I just thought it was passive aggressive and kind of shitty because like I'm a good mom and I normally don't. I mean... He's never fallen on his head on my watch. So let's but just say that. I, I wasn't doing that for you. I'm doing I was doing that for anybody and everybody because that will be a huge fall. So I grabbed the label maker the other day. I forget why I was doing some stuff. I don't know if I was doing it in Remy's room. I was actually label oh, I was labeling um when Fran was like, maybe if things were more organized, another video I had done, I was like, Things were organized for me, but I decided to like label everything in the kitchen where all his bottles are. And then I had a little fun with it and I went into the bathroom and behind the toilet, I put like, you know, please flush after using because I feel like men just don't know to like flush their shit, literally. So um, then Fran got passive aggressive and I found this long. These are always really long. Wasting a lot of label tape. His was like, it was so funny too, because it was like so totally like grammatically and incorrect with the words, but it was like when right now over the toilet paper roll, it said something like, when this turned brown, it's it time to replace with a new white one or something like that. I'm like, this is very different. Like, flush your own shit. And if you're the last one to use the toilet paper, then go get a new one. That's what I have to do. I have. I have to have toilet paper with both movements. With my number one and my number two, I have to have toilet paper. You only need I thought you, you, you think people will be more diligent if they have to use it more often. Anytime it runs out when I'm using it, I go get it. Or I have to go get it. Sometimes I'm like mid-pee and I have to stand up and go get it. I okay. love that you think it's my fault, which is hilarious. So you're using all the toilet paper and then leaving your poop in the toilet. Babe... But passive aggressive with the with the label maker, like we're doing great. We're doing great. No, we're doing better. I yeah, think, I think we had a good time. Oh, we had a great time. I think we had a good time. I love your parents. They're amazing. I I am. I feel very lucky to have them. I think they're so amazing and so kind and so giving. It's just. You know, his mom, What I think what we're struggling with, and it's so nice to go somewhere where you have family because vacations are almost impossible with a baby. It doesn't feel like a traditional vacation, but his mom a couple of times encouraged Francisco and I to go, you know, do something. So we went to the wedding, obviously, um, even though all we did was think and talk about Remy and go home early. And then we went on one dinner date night. Kind of similarly, we were so tired, you know, but we did it. We went on a night. Yeah, it was fun. I think... uh we ate good. We had some great meals in Mexico. The food there's just amazing. You yeah. know, there's so much about Mexico. And I think I, I spoke about this on a TikTok to y'all. Like, 
Nothing to be scared about going to Mexico City. I, I like to be honest and say it is a little more difficult. Most people speak English. You know, if you're staying kind of in a good area at a good hotel and you get a good list of stuff to do, which I can provide you with, um, you're fine. But it's very different than going to like Puerto Vallarta or something, you know. But the food there is just incredible. And it kind of makes you come in home here like, eh. But anyway, send if you have questions about Mexico City, send it to us. Fran and I are happy to help. Send us any questions for our show next week. And uh, people like our realness. That's the feedback yeah, we get. Bad. Yeah, they're concerned. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm concerned also. They're concerned. But well, anyway, I know you have to go to work. Yeah, I apologize, but I have to run. Love you all. Say that. Love you. I love you. Bye. And we'll see you all next week. <laughs>